Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. We have begun a new calendar and another 25,000-year cycle as we journey into a new realm of reality through the windows in your mind. We now begin with the knowledge of humanity and its divine origins from intergalactic conversations from the past and present. Let us look through a window into the ever-evolving consciousness and explore new possibilities with our place in the cosmos and the quantum world. Grandmother Parisha of Cherokee Heritage reveals the wisdom of the ancient past that will lead us into a peaceful future. Experience the love and peace through the exceptional wisdom of Grandmother Parisha as she shares science and ancient knowledge merged together to benefit all of humanity. Greetings and welcome. I am Parisha, your host on Windows in Your Mind. This show is brought to you by Law of Attraction Radio Network, the voices of consciousness and spiritual evolution. Windows in Your Mind is a never-ending journey into the unfolding of the unknown and the frontiers of consciousness and discovery. We discuss the magnificence of who we are, a humanity of divine origins and the embodiment of the I Am. We are in the evolution of understanding ourselves as players of the universal flow of change and come to the realization we are not in the universe. The universe is in us. There is a galactic gathering and we need to know what's being communicated. We discuss the expansive range of quantum and the realization of coherence in our place in the cosmos. We discuss the validation of psychic perception and esoteric wisdom of ancient beginnings as time before time and ancient futures. We exist in the field of intention and abundance, a field of infinite possibilities. You make a difference and you matter in this world. By the command of great spirit, you are chosen to be. Your fingerprint says you are the original and only one of you. You are the chosen, and you are the one you have been waiting for. It is our time, and we are the star seeds. It is wonderful to have you take this time to join us today. And it says to me that you have come determined to achieve greater levels in life and have chosen to claim your power and resolve those challenges. Our program today is for all of you who have come to the realization of needing to go further than you have ever gone before. Together, we burst down the walls of past ways of habitual thinking and are fully charged and ready to step into our natural birthright of joy and abundance. So let's begin. We are a circle of wisdom keepers, and our gate is the south, and our keeper is the wolf Wea. Welcome, beloved. It is good to have you. 
and to spend this time. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network, heard by millions worldwide through 38 internet radio stations and in over 135 countries. Be sure to sign up for your monthly updates and get all the latest information on LOA radio events such as cruises, workshops, and seminars, as well as information on the latest shows, topics, and guests. Go to LOARadioNetwork.com and sign up today. It's here, it's hot, and it's a must-read. It's the science behind The Law of Attraction magazine. Every issue brings you great articles and in-depth how-tos from all your favorite Law of Attraction experts, authors, scientists, and medical professionals. Go to lawofattractionmagazine.net. That's lawofattractionmagazine.net. Wow, we're having a really exciting time in the earth. There's just so much going on. So I welcome you, and I'm very, very happy to have your company and you to spend this time with me. So let's kick back and get on to some topics here. I mean, a whole lot of stuff has been going through my day, and I'm sure yours is staying as active. I've had a few people who uh, are really taking issue with the fact that as a consciousness that you and I share, okay, and that's one that says, you know, we make a difference that through meditation, through our practices, and those of you who are studying energy and, and the development of quantum physics and its knowledge of how mind plays into all of this, you're aware of that difference and just how it occurs for us, okay? So, of course, we want to stay very much in the brighter side of thinking and actually allow ourselves to practice, you know, the better way of, of, of those particular thinkings and thoughts, and that would be to stay positive. Positive in a way of saying, you know, a greater opportunity, a, a better uh, maybe perspective of compassion, and just, you know, making sure that what we're feeding the mind, okay, is exactly what's coming through and how we emanate. And all of that's magnificent, no doubt about it. But sometimes, you know, because we live in a world of big players, okay, and we are in the field of that activity. Our field of existence is obviously our world, the cell that we are, the auric egg that we are. Our reality exists in that, in how we interact or how we respond to the whatevers, okay? And yeah, we have to go back, and I'm sure there's some of you that are here that are saying, but there is really nothing, and that it's all an illusion. Yes, that's true. And in saying that, then the illusion that we have is that there's many powerful evolutionary things going on in that field of shared existence. Now, you know, what choice you make of how you involve yourself or not involve yourself, that's one of your choice. And 
you know, I admire those who can actually uh, live their life totally non-attached. Uh, that's not me. I am an activist and I stay very much uh, what I would consider attuned. Not so much engaged as more observing and watchful state to as to be a part of it all unfolding is just to observe it okay and in that of uh, that observing state then you know there's the realization okay that comes with what it is that you're observing and in many aspects when that comes to being something probably more sensitive to me than it may be to others and so forth and on then there is a level of engagement. And, you know, we can sit here and, and talk as pious as we want and deny all of that. But the truth is, we do engage at that point, you know. And it's like we really need to look at engaging where we feel we can actually be of the best good. And so to apply compassion and to, uh, you know, assure ourselves of not being judgmental but allowing ourselves to be an ingredient that brings the peace or maybe the solution. You know, all those things are ours to determine and ours to do. And as I move through the world doing my share of that, okay, I come on and, and I'm attracted to or draw to myself, however you want to see that, some extraordinary challenges, without a doubt, okay, so some part deep within my being and see I must have this desire to be a hero you know because I'm always just looking and finding things that I can make a pro you know a, a program or a project and you know work with the solutions in each situation I come out uh, more knowledgeable I, I you know I feel that it isn't that I just go in and it's a it's a do do thing and be done Always it gives me more. Always, you know, I at the end of things I, I review and see the gift it is to me. You know, the no matter how much I might, might have done or how involved the need was, it, it always comes back that it was so much for me. You know, I learned. I, I am now aware of more. Whatever. Just, you know, that there are gifts in it. The exchange is obviously made. And uh, I'm much better off for it. That, that's a certainty. So basically what's been happening is, you know, there's been some uh, definite situations coming up with the global family. And some of that is around the thing. I mean, if you looked at the three particular basics that everybody thinks about, it's relationships and love and money. Okay. And so... Basically, then, of course, those are going to be the dramas that's being definitely acted out. Well, there's many out there talking about some of the uh, huge and awesome things that are coming into play. Now, you know, we see things and we have to remember, beloveds, we're in the field of duality. So there's contrast. There's opposites. So... When you and I get into our righteous place and, you know, we're, we're the positive ones and we're all about love and we don't have this and we don't want to have that and everything, okay, then if we're going into the field of duality, 
we have to be as intelligent and wise because where there is there is this there is that and so we've kind of gone through this a lot and i'm sure in all the studies you you're in you're doing that as well so if there's day there's night if there's love there's hate so on so on and so on right well then we have to look at the fact that being in the field of duality so is it that we need to make anything wrong no we don't i really would like to see you learn and apply that it's as natural and as harmonic to see that opposite as it is to see wherever we stand with it. And that isn't always easy to do. I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be sit here and try to be pious and tell you I got it all. You know, I, there the things come and the things go and you learn, like I said, and you come out better, hopefully, for the learning. So right now, there is some definite situations going on with the world economy and, you know, different predictions and projections of uh, particular political unrest. And then, of course, you know, I have a whole lot of people in my ear all the time, a large number of people who are part of the Thrive Movement and some survivalist groups and everything. You know, my, my world's made up of a good mixture. I definitely never have a boring minute so within that a lot of people are concerned with the fact that right now there's a whole lot of people out there talking about some of these horrendous challenges that are ahead of us and then you know when I'm going on Facebook and posting some of that and making that information available if you want it if you don't want it don't click on it okay but if you're in the mode of that then you click on it and then, you know, I get comments like, okay, you know, it's, it's, it's the doom and gloom stuff or it's the controversial stuff again, you know, and so forth. And they don't want to hear it. Okay, like I said, then don't click on it. But it's there to help you become aware. Not to bring you down or make it negative or fear. You know, like many, many people see a lot of what's being given as fear. Well, I don't give a lot of credence to fear. You know, change does not scare me. I love change. So I, I don't know that I have a heavy program embedded in fear. Uh, so I don't see that as fear. I see that as knowledge. And in that knowledge, I determine what I'm going to do with it. If anything, you know, the point is sometimes things just roll on past. I don't engage. I just don't feel it's mine to do, so I don't do it. Okay? But... In the particular people who spend a lot of time validating information and doing research and actually making sure that truth is available. Okay, we have to thank the Internet for that. But at the same time, people who want to spread a whole lot of untruths and get a whole lot of stuff riled up, they also have access to that, don't they? So it's still intelligent enough to us to actually determine how much of that we buy into and how much of that we really feel is real. So anything I post, I have validated. If you're looking on my Facebook, it's like I've taken time before I put anything out there to see how many resources can back up what's being said, especially if it's in an area that I don't have up close and personal involvement with. So I don't have firsthand. I have to rely on those who I trust. 
But anyway, when that comes out, it's not about fear-mongering. It's about you actually getting the information and preparing yourself. I truly, truly love, you know, uh, some of the things that Dr. Phil has put forth. And one of them was some of his books and where he's actually saying, you know, to name it, to claim it, is to change it, okay? And Wayne Dyer does a lot of that. And, uh, you know, a whole lot of people that are out there giving us some good heads up on stuff are really doing a good job at that, okay? So it isn't about embracing it and being scared or being, you know, in fear with it. It's like, okay, now you know this, all right? So what are the solutions? So you move to the greater intelligence, okay, what can I do about this, you know, what what are the solutions? And listen, beloveds, if you don't have any, you know, there's Google, there's always Google, right? Just Google, you know, what are some solutions, what's some suggestions? And to actually begin to work with it. Well, right now, you know, there are some terrific stuff out there, no doubt about it. And a lot of it, like I said, I've validated with other resource research and backup. So we still we're looking at some stuff. So then what's the solution? Well, again, you know, the base of where I live and have my well-being is in knowing the sciences of evolution. You know, not only quantum, but the biology and the chemistry, brain research and you know, a whole lot of things. And those interests for me come because of my native interest in roots. I really find that all the ancient and uh, extensive wisdom that was shared with me over very tender young ages, okay, has definitely become the solid base of where I live and have my being. And in, in that, I realize that consciousness or what we put out is what's going to do it. So whenever we get angry or whenever we resolve ourselves to fear, we're feeding what we don't want to have happen. You know, so you have to find your own way to do that. I can't just say there's, you know, go over to the drugstore and get this particular item. No, it don't work like that. You have to explore and get in touch with yourself. And then that's when you come in to this auric egg that is the space your space is in and what resides there. Okay, uh, you know, I say this and I know it's not always comfortable to some of you, but we have come into time and we will leave time. You know, we are born and we will die. We will expire. The body will have whatever time it needs to work out, whatever it's here to do, however that is. I know that I have the many people on my line that actually are into immortality and everything. I, you know, this is not to dispute that. You take what it is that you believe in, what you can hold to and live. Okay? At some point, there is a determination of where you will let go of one to move to the other. And that's all okay. Whatever that is. Okay? Now, when we're coming to facing some of these challenges then we have to resort to the tools and the wisdom that we have gained through our studies and through the many, many things that you've read and, you know, how, you know, how many programs have you gone to in seminars? Like, I, I really encourage you to attend gatherings to where people are speaking and, you know, many people are attending 
events and stuff because there's such a, a wonderful field of network. It's a time to get in touch and to actually allow ourselves to uh, have up close and personal contact with people we would not on a usual level involve ourselves with. You know, we don't get to see these people on an everyday going on like we do with people at work, people at home, you know. That's, so we take advantage of these gatherings to meet these new beings and, and realize this. Every time someone new walks into that space that you share, you are enhanced. You know, this this is more, not less. You know, this is more. And the greater exchange that you have with persons in these particular gatherings is, is information going in. So you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. So making sure even if you've come with a friend and, you know, you and your pal are there together, that's okay. But make sure that you include other people in attendance. I love such things as this. There's just so much learning and so much integration and, and the energy in those collective times is just growing and huge. Okay, so you're doing that. All right, well then, let's use that to understand what are the solutions of these particular maybe not comfortable things that we're looking at. Okay, consciousness. What are you thinking? Where's your mindset? You know, what are you living? How are you carrying out those beliefs, you know, what maybe even what are their beliefs? You know what I mean, and knowing that as you do these wonderful things, these make these changes of being this very focused and powerful person, making sure that you know you're focused on all good things and that you feel fair and that you feel you you have definitely served compassion, not judgment. Okay, all these things add up. And this becomes the consciousness, or this becomes the environmental out there world. It happens from your inside world. That thinking, that observing yourself, that being in touch with yourself. You know, those so many people are using the term mindfulness now. I use that a lot myself, and I love the term. Because sometimes when you're saying meditation, because there's so many schools of meditation. Everybody's thinking, which one are you talking about? What is that? You know, so for me, mindfulness is just when I'm in that state of mind and whatever that is at the time is where I'm at. It could be a time of just observing, not attached to anything. It could be a time of seeing something unfold, of, of sort of a creative visualization of, what I want to have more of or whatever. So the mindful state is definitely a cool thing and kind of a catchy, particular, up-to-date way of how we're looking at meditation. But at any rate, that state helps us get in touch with where we can be. Now, I know that as you hear a lot of this information, which is, how do I know that? Is because that's what people are giving me the feedback on. They say they can't seem to focus on the beauty way or their, you know, their usual serenity space. Well, then I, how I do it, I can only give you what I teach and what I do, okay? And that would be, I, I don't necessarily push it aside. 
I don't let it overtake me. I call it a worry line. And I get these little worry lines and I realize, okay, whatever that was has made it in and now there are neurons firing on that. So to say it doesn't exist now or just to try to ignore it is only going to enhance it. So I let it sit there and I observe it and I go through the whole, you know, analysis and review of where am I feeling it in my body, where am I holding it, you know, what's those particular messages. <laughs> my granddaughter had actually said to me, because she's watched me, and actually participated with me in some of my mindful states. And whenever I'm realizing that there's something hanging on, and for, for me, that's the realization. I haven't dealt with it. I, ha I have not resolved it to whatever level I can be at peace. So then I'm aware of, you know, finding it in my auric field and in my body being. I'm, I'm going to find where I'm letting that emanate from or, or even where is it residing. Okay, so then I will touch you know, I'll take my hand and lay my hand on certain areas of my body that I feel it has penetrated or where it might be actually dwelling. And then I've taught myself, as my elders have taught me in, in the traditional ways of, of uh, my native perspective, is to actually let it unfold as a story. And, you know, some people say, well, are those past life inclinations of what, you know, what's this or what's that? I don't make any of that over it. I, I don't complicate it anymore. You know, it's whatever. It's there. It's a story, and it seems to be writing itself and unfolding itself. It's like I'm not pre-thinking it out, and I'm not editing it, okay? It's just coming. And I let it come, and it, in every case that I've done this, okay, over my 75 years now, it actually uh, comes with a familiarness, with a solution, you know, it it uh, it gives me clarity on something, and that's all I'm doing is just letting it. And listen, sometimes I'm not going to tell you it's all la la and beautiful and you know colorful and everything else. Sometimes it's like watching a movie uh, with a lot of you know battling or something in it or whatever, and I'm aware that I'm in a safe place and that I can just observe it. So I'm not going through the feelings of being concerned because I'm on location, I just am aware that I'm viewing that location. And because I do a lot of remote viewing, you know, that's probably something that I've adjusted to. So, you know, whatever works for you. But when I'm viewing that, I become aware of information. And that information then takes me to a place to where I know where I can use it. And I know how I'm going to use it. And I realize that what I have come to will give me peace. And that's so very, very important is that whenever we're dealing with anything, whether it's within our own field and of our own, or we are expanding ourselves into emerging into uh, a greater space that our space is in. Okay, whatever that is. You know, we need to find out how well we can actually integrate a better solution. So then I've come to a peace. And when I have that peace, that solution is what I do go into mindful state with.
And each time I do that, I find extraordinary results. Extraordinary, you know, and by extraordinary, I mean not just, you know, some little usual mediocre band-aid that's on it. No, it, it comes to be a far-reaching, you know, effect. And uh, it just brings a solution to that. Well, right now, those who are, are feeling the evolving of, you know, world collapse on finances and uh, all the other stuff that's going on. Okay, you know, look at the history of what we are as humanity. You know, we've had stock, stock market failures. We've had, uh, you know, completely, uh, you know, manufacturing changes. We have this, we have that. I mean, in, in my 75 years, I... There's just been an endless chain of events and concerns and, you know, people prophesizing uh, extraordinary or just fatal circumstances. And my world being a little bit bigger than just living somewhere and in uh, a country as the United States, it usually has a very uh, wealthy and beautiful manner of life wherever you're at in the, the scale of that. But I see my existence and the work that I do, I go into areas where the service is needed. So they're not beautiful. And there's usually a lot of sickness, suffering, and unhappiness. Uh, people have died. People are killing people. And a whole lot of other things that I get myself involved in and look to see what I can do to bring a greater reality, a greater love, a, you know, to demonstrate in everything that I know God is real and in that, you know, that there are all good things. So I know what it's like to be inside some place to where, you know, death is all around you, uh, you know, people are not quite as trustworthy as you would like them to be and in all the circumstances that it involves so I, I have a feeling for that okay I you know I don't it's not like that's just a pretentious thing sitting over there I I can pull that back up and know that that's very much something that uh, is real to many places in the earth and to many beloved parts of humanity so when I'm looking at such predictions in that, then I realize uh, the country that I'm in and the effects of what that's going to be in our particular country, then I, I do mindfulness. I start putting out the energy uh, and the consciousness that says there are choices and we can make things to divert or to actually assist that to be something far better. Now, what I love about it is all of these real drastic particulars that are out there. And like I said, there's a market full of them, all right? Whichever one you're in, I, I realize that we attract the particular ones that offer us a greater uh, evolution ourselves. And so when I get involved, I realize that I have magnetized and drawn more of a particular situation to myself than, you know, this or that. So, um, like I said, I see my service as one being here to serve the greater good. So, you, you know, I don't go end up always in beautiful places. They 
I leave them beautiful. But when I enter in, there's a lot to be created and a lot to bring to the situation. And that's when you begin to feel the power of what we really are as a humanity. I love uh, the fact that someone had recently sent to me uh, a particular article and piece which says that, you know, it isn't power that we're afraid of. It's the power that we are that we're afraid of. That it's the light that we truly are that scares us. And I totally support that. When I see people that are, are uncertain, they're not necessarily uncertain or weak. Uh, they really are afraid that they are that powerful. Well, I'm here to tell you I believe with all my heart that you are. And that in that power, you have the ability to change circumstances that seem to be far out of, you know, maybe the normal perspective of reach. So, yes, I feel that we are in the flux of change. But we have always been. You know, according to my people, we have evolved through, you know, five worlds. And that's what we're in right now. The changing and the evolving of another world. Well, I know in my 75 years, I can look at the different phases of where... Uh, life has been and I can see that we, you know the field and the activity in the field of those changes so to make one more determined than the yes and, and I don't know I don't know and I don't know that maybe I want to know why people immediately move to end of the world thinking okay, again I am totally aware that at 75, you know, I'm moving on the other side of time and that every day is very important to me and that my health and well-being are something I do give attention to, you know, okay. And I also know that when that moment comes, I understand that all I will be doing is shifting from actually the mobility of a body to becoming the etherical presence of my everlasting self. So it's more important to me to focus on what I'm doing with my time and body than worrying about what I'm going to do when I'm in spirit. Spirit is there it's it, as it is. Uh, you know, I'm not going to get into religious perspectives of heaven and hell. I know that on a daily basis... I don't put my head on the pillow until I feel this day has been the most magnificent service to the one that I could give. That I have exercised all of my greatest capabilities to anything that has been put before me as mine to do. And so I always have a huge peace with that. A completion, a, a, a confidence, you know, uh, Definitely a, a sense of power with that. Uh, the love, you know, that you want to experience in your life starts with you. And you coming to be all that you can be. And that comes to you moving outside your little safe margins, beloveds. It means, you know, stretching, reaching beyond those comfort zones. I have 
students that actually look at me with fear gripped in their faces when I tell them at the beginning of every training or course, I guarantee that as you have come into this training and this course, you will not be comfortable and that you will face fear. Okay, I already know that if people are coming into the program and going through the processes, they already know what they want. I trust that. I honor that. And I know that they're going to be afraid and that they're going to come with their stories. I don't consider it people lying or telling untruth. I, that's just where they live. So, yes, we are facing these evolutionary things. Yes, our world has come to where technology has opened a new reality. Will we be tested as to what that is? Well, I know all of the people I work with, not... I don't even want to call it survival. I like the word thrive, that uh, understand the, the ability to thrive. And that's to say they're prepared. So it's not fear-mongering, okay? It's getting heads up. There's some stuff going on, and there are other players in your sandbox. So get your head out of the sand and see what's going on and know what the principles and policies are that you have that are governing the space that you're in. You know, so abuse and disrespect and things like that. I don't let that in. I don't. I I don't tolerate that, and I don't let that in. I mean, there's a definite position I take with that, and if some of that starts. It's like, okay, this stops here, and I call it out. I confront it. I bring it up front and and address it. So yeah, we're looking at some uh, changes in in the global finances. Okay, well. Listen up. You know, how did money start? What is the history of money? Well, beloveds, the dollar bills that you have are really supposed to be gold certificates. So that when the real thing started about money, these many, many years back, because listen, I come as well as you do. Our our early uh, history was that we bartered and trade, you know, if I had a lot of potatoes and you had a lot of carrots and so forth and on. So we bartered and trade to have the variety of things that we wanted. Well, we moved to having uh, an easier way of doing that, to having these gold certificates that we could go and exchange for those particular things that we want without having to have something other than the gold certificate, to barter trade. And, it, the, you know, the amounts, the numbers on the money represented the particular uh, amount of gold there was to back it. Okay? So that obviously a $100 bill meant that, you know, definitely there was $100 worth of gold sitting somewhere that was going to back that up. Well, that was then. That's not now. What we have evolved to, and, you know, some people are blaming it on technology. It's just like, okay, you can blame a lot of things, but, you know, I don't want to get into all the blaming. Just tell me what it is. Where are we at? You know, what? what's the bottom line here? What's going on? So, basically, we've come to printing more paper certificates than we have gold or precious backup for so we have a lot of 
hot air money, so to say. You know, that there's not really any particular uh, mineral value of being gold or whatever. No silver certificates, no gold certificates, no diamond certificates. You know what I mean? So basically what we're doing is playing this game of monopoly with artificial money. We're just, you know, it's still holding value. And there are people who are saying, which is logical, that sooner or later you have that has to catch up. Well, could. Or we could continue to play at that level, having some other way that we're going to measure what's really backing that up. And I think we're in the process of doing that. And who knows, you know, it it we right now we're still getting paper certificates, but we may move to just having a holographic kind of uh, exchange to where, you know, we, we are just allotted the importance of an amount and then, you know, we use it as we need in whatever we do. I mean, you've seen the movies with that. Okay. And right now, I don't know if you're aware of it, but in the technical sense of what is going on, you can actually have a chip put in to where your telephone is right there on the skin. You don't have to have that thing in your hand anymore. You know, the chip is there and it actually will produce itself either on the inside of your arm. And it's on my Facebook if you go there and you look. Okay, and it's actually, the chip actually manifests the screen of your telephone right on your skin. And then you can either think it, if there's two schools of work here, you can, with your mind, command it to do whatever the particular services are, or you can take your finger and do your keyboard thing, just like you always have done. Either way, you get the effect of having the telephone. So, basically then, we have evolved to a time, and there's going to have to be some adjustments. Now, those adjustments may bring on some physical changes that we could see as uncomfortable. So if we're if we're so technically involved that you know we're actually our bodies are going to actually become our thing, our not our phone. We you know our body is is going to give us that, along with a hundred thousand other things that I could sit here and talk to you about because I'm always into. What's, what's technology done now? And it's just extraordinary. You're nowhere near, you know, page two on any of it. Uh, just to remind some of you that uh, listen up because, you know, Star Trek actually gave us a whole lot of the things you're enjoying today. You know, the first cell phone, remember the little click things they flew open and talked into that become what you got in a cell phone many years back. And then that iPad, they run around with these little technical tablets on Star Trek. And guess what you got now? Mm-hmm. An, an iPad. You know, a little clipboard that has this easy technology. So, you know, Star Trek has sort of become a lot of reality. So are a lot of other of our science-based uh, movies and stuff. I think it's very exciting. And it's actually preparing the brain for those evolutionary shifts. So, you know, there, there's there's some stuff happening with that. But at the same time now, we're, you know, we're going to have these things going on. 
and you just need to start seeing how you fit into that. You know, what is that? We don't have to be afraid of it. You don't have to see this as fear. Maybe it's uncomfortable. Yeah, what I tell you, change is uncomfortable. Why? Well, you didn't do it before. First off, it's not familiar. Okay? Another is that you probably going to have to think in a way different than your habitual thinking. And again, that's not comfortable. So what we're doing is saying, we're in this time of change. And beloveds, what, you know, look up here. There's no victims here. How long have you been praying and meditating for these changes? Okay, those of you who feel money is the root of all evil, what have you created? You know, those of you who wish that it didn't amount to just always resolving itself to the value of the dollar. Well, we're looking at all that. You know, and at this time, maybe you're actually considering... You know, the fact of uh, your biases and your prejudices of people. You know, you like one people, but you don't like uh, the other people, and you don't want this, and you don't want that, and so forth and on. You have to you look at the ramifications. Look at the effects, the outcome to that. We are, you know, human is humanity. And... We come in different complexions and textures and and uh, smells and features and everything. It's it's beautiful. It's not a threat. All of nature, you know, a leaf, the uh, thousands of leaves on the tree. They're all leaves, but you could pull one or two of them off and see that they're not the same. But they're all leaves. Well, we're all humanity. And, you know, we have to stop drawing the line and excluding people because of some character difference or some skin difference or something else. You know, to me, it's got two legs, two arms, a head, it's got a face and so forth and on. That's humanity. And that's part of me. That's part of my family. So, you know, there's the four-legged person that looks like this and has a tail and everything, and they're that family. But humanity, that's family. And so whatever the shades and complexions are, they're always welcome. They're always in a place to where I love them. I just have a natural affinity for that. Uh, the creatures, you know, they are they are friends. They become, you know, company. They become something that enlarges my life. I don't want to kill them. You know, so you, you want to begin to say, then look at that on the bigger scale of these things that you're fearful that are coming and happening. How do you change them? Well, change the way you're thinking. Change the way that you allow yourself to dwell inside the space that your mind space is. I... I Tell people your introduction to change has to come on the ground of trust. And, you know, I have a particular place I work with a lot of people in that, uh, you know, do ceremony and stuff with me. And I tell them straight out, you know, I, I am at peace with people who say I am my word. Meaning that you can trust that. 
that you can depend on that. That, you know, all that is expected uh, is going to be because they said so. And so I like that, that there is a person of their word. And it works. It makes things happen. And if you are not trusting that, it's because you're not trusting yourself. Not somebody else. You're playing victim of yourself. You feel, okay, that person said they would do it, but then you remember that you say that to people and you don't do it. Um, you know, I, I have people who will come in their early relationships with me and they debate uh, great spirit or they, de you know, debate the presence of a greater intelligence or something. And it's like, you know, e eventually they have to face that there's some motive in they're not accepting that. And that's not always comfortable for them to accept and do, and I'm okay with that too. But what I'd like to say to you, um, as we're coming into our particular time of completion is, is in this hour, is to say, you know, there is nothing out there but us. And what we can do to change that is for you to reach out outside your particular margins and be inclusive with other people. Care about them. You know, a lot of people going around using the word love that don't know anything about it, but everybody knows about caring about it. So we care, you know, and what we care for is if it's if it's working for you and it's good for you, it'll be good for me and you know, then that grows. So smiling at someone, beginning to realize and watch yourself. You know, I, I play this game on airplanes, doctor's offices, and everything else to where there'll be somebody sitting across from me and they're looking very, uh, I don't even want to say, you know, deep into anything, but very contemplative, better word, contemplative, okay? And every time I realize that they're looking at me, I give them a big smile. It amazes me how uncomfortable people are with that. A great number of people will hurry up and look away or drop their eyes. And, you know, uh, I can tell that they're fidgeting now because they think I'm looking at them. And they're so uncomfortable. So, you know, I do something to give them space because I want them to not think I'm sitting there staring at them, smiling. So sometimes I'll get up and walk over and pick up a book or I shift my position to work. You know, my body is kind of facing another way just to give them, you know, give them some, some space with that. And then there are other people, you smile at them and they smile back. I love that. I love that. And children, most of the time, if you smile at them, they smile back. And if they don't, they frown at you like, what are, what are you doing, you know? And then I just smile even bigger until they smile back. What are we putting out that we're afraid will come back. You know, if we have greed, if we don't trust money, if we don't feel we have our fair share and there's anger around it, then there's going to be change in money and the way financial things go. There's already so much change. Like I said, the old way of how money was covered with, with gold and it was a gold certificate or a silver certificate or a diamond certificate, that's not there anymore. 
that's that's a whole nother way that we're you know those are stock market commodities or something that's not you know that's not money anymore okay well we're going to make we're going to have to look as as it moves along it's going to have to be some kind of adjustment of how we handle that or we'll simply move to not having the paper to move around it simply then becomes a card and a holographic manner of how to move things okay however will want to have the value of that exchange and somehow we will manage to see how we get that going. So you have to look at then, you know, what is the, what are the particular energies you create in your field regarding those finances. If you don't have wealth, then you're going to have all kinds of oppositions that you need to look at. Well, look at them. As you, as you resolve any one of them, you begin to lift the consciousness, any one of them. So as you lift each one and move through each thing, it, the consciousness is growing. And it's all about consciousness. Somebody said to me, uh, a physicist said to me, so, you know, what's your take on the fact that maybe there is this big mass of whatever they want to call it out there, and it is on a direct path with the earth, and we are going to collide, and this and that. And I said, well, I can only tell you 75. I've already prepared myself that more than likely any given day, my lights are going to shut out, you know? And if that happened in my life and in my world, I would simply want to surround myself with the people who make up a beautiful part of my world, if I have that opportunity, and if not, I'm going to hold them in my mind as I make my exit from the body. What would you suggest? And they just kind of look, you know, I mean, you didn't tell me that, you know, I'm going to make it go over to the left or the right and not collide. You gave me a choice here of how am I going to handle that collision. So you have to begin to get practical, and in that practicality, what are the things we can do? So meanwhile, I know what I'm doing. I'm putting out all kinds of mindful states. I'm holding energy and I'm doing ceremonies and everything else that I know and trust that will help that become not a threat and have that diversion, some resolve in that. So I can only hope that some of you are out there using these wonderful things that we've learned and, and this wonderful metaphysical existence that we have. You know, we don't, there's no need to try and be spiritual. We are eternally spiritual. It's getting used to this organic thing that we move around in, this body, this precious, precious gift and all the magnificence of its workings. You know, Focus on some of those things. Make, make your reality something much closer and personal that gives you such pleasure of knowing. When I teach anatomy and physiology, especially to the young people, they're in awe what's going on around and in this body. Get yourself there. You know, start from ground zero and work yourself up and out. The point is, consciousness is happening. We are that consciousness, and the world will be as you believe and create it to be. Of this I am very, very sure, beloveds. So we've kind of come around now to where we're going to have to 
look at coming to completion. Well, okay, it's that time of being complete again and going forward to assimilate and use what we've shared and learned. It's with love of humanity that I serve, and it's always good when you're with me. I value you in your time. So I say to you, Olama Liaha, we are family. Walk in beauty upon the great Mother Earth and be the blessing that you are. I send you my hugs and kisses on the breeze and in the sun. Beloveds, I am always with you. Have a wonder-filled week and celebrate all good things. For those of you who want to keep in touch through Facebook, remember that it's www.facebook.com com slash forward and it's V-E-N period P-A period R-I-S period H-A and make sure that you share what you want to say and come on to the program. Remember as of August we will be actually going live and you'll begin to really talk back to me and share your stuff and I look so forward to that. So until then Know we are blessed. See you soon. Thank you for listening to Grandmother Parisha on your journey to the windows in your mind. For further information or to contact Grandmother, please visit parishas-world.com. P-A-R-I-S-H-A-S-world.com.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.